Hey guys, it's your girl Booney, and you're listening to episode 108 of the Booney Breakdown Podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. All right, guys, welcome to this episode of the Boonie Breakdown Podcast. Uh, you know, with season six, I changed the intro there. And I must say, I do enjoy not having to say all that I used to say. <laughs> it is nice being succinct and to the point of what the fuck you get out of the Boonie Breakdown Podcast. Episode is a solo episode for two reasons. One, I just had not done one in a few episodes, I think since the season opener. So uh, that is why. And two, because uh, this is Labor Day weekend. I took Sunday of Labor Day to do absolutely nothing. I did not feel like editing. I woke up this morning. I still did not feel like editing. But I said, you know what? I can say some things. <laughs> so we're going to get this solo episode you know, when I do a solo episode, it's usually a five spot. Um, I do have an Ask Booney question um, that I'm going to answer later. It's kind of, uh, I think it's a good one. Uh, hopefully you guys do too. So stick around for my shit later in the episode. All right, let's just hop right into my pick of the week. Um, August was a very interesting month for me. It had some great highs and I'm not gonna say low lows but it was just like kind of some uh ugh, ugh, sucky moments right um but those sucky moments um and it wasn't a lot of those but I do think it it, it, it was great for it to um happen now um for what happened versus five years six years down the road and then you're like fuck I wasted time right <laughs> So I am thankful for um, everything that happened. But my pick of the week this week is journaling. And I say all of that because it is so great. Like I have an amazing support system of friends, uh, of my small family, of you guys, my ratcheteers, um, but like my nucleus, my friends, people I know in real life, um, they really do hold me down in ways that I, you know, I couldn't even dream of. And, um, that's how I feel safe when I, I when I feel supported and, um, yeah, that's when I feel safe when I feel truly supported and journaling is so dope. If you remember last year, um, I did a journaling event with my friend over at Pish, well, she's not Pish Posh Perfect anymore, but she was Pish Posh Perfect Kim. And, um, I think journaling is so great because you get to capture your true emotions. I just do things that are dumps. Like I open my journal, I grab a pen and I just write whatever comes. There's no thing. Some days I write today I'm grateful for if I'm waking up in the morning and writing. In the evening, it might be today I enjoy bam, bam, bam. Sometimes it's like something is sitting on my spirit and I don't know what I want to say. So I just write it down. And so when I go, it's nice because then when I have these moments of reflection or I need to level up or whatever the fuck is going on, I can go back and flip through a certain date and see if I journaled. Um, I can't say that I'm 100% consistent in journaling every day. I do wish that I could do that. Um, but sometimes you just you just forget. But I will say journaling is such an amazing part of reflection, um, sometimes healing, Sometimes it's just, 
you know i just need to make reference for this very moment that is happening and so for me the live show in philly was august 10th um it was my first live show on the road the first of many and i just had to document that and so as weird of a month this was i'm not gonna say weird um because i've mentioned co-star in the pattern app they've been dragging me telling me like it's time you about to level up bitch get ready so it was great to go back and look so i encourage all of you if you do not journal um go to marshall's tj maxx home goods somewhere and get a little 4.99 3.99 journal and just have it i just leave mine on my nightstand on it's actually on my responsible nightstand <laughs> If you listen to the Lover's Quarrel episode, I was a guest on their podcast. They asked me about what's in my nightstand. I have two. One is my ratchet nightstand and one is my responsible nightstand. So my journal is on my responsible nightstand and I just have a pen with it. And whenever the it moves me, I just write whatever the fuck comes out on there. So I encourage you guys to, if you, if you enjoy it, there are some great journaling prompt books. If you need that, you can go on Pinterest. Tons of prompts if you just can't free flow and write. But um, it is a great reflection activity, and I'm happy that I've kind of stayed somewhat consistent this over the past year, um, and it was great to go back and read some of the things. So get a fucking journal. You don't have to spend a lot of money and just write down your thoughts. All right, housekeeping this week. So feedback from episode 107 with Taunty. You know, this was an interesting one because a lot of you guys did not know what OnlyFans was, right? So this was your first introduction to what OnlyFans was. And then like, oh my God, people are really out here putting out their own explicit content. I'm reading one um, thing I got back. Someone wrote into me and they asked to stay anonymous, but they too have an OnlyFans page. Um, They've been doing it now. Well, they used to do a premium Snapchat and now they've moved into OnlyFans and they sustain, they have sustained bringing in $7,000 a month for the last nine months, releasing their explicit and premium content. She recommends that if anyone is interested in this, there are ways that you can do this without showing who you are. No one knows that I do this. This is why I'm asking you, Boonie, to keep my name a secret i trust that you will not share of course i will not share but damn when i saw that she was sustaining seven thousand dollars now since i know who it is i know the next questions and i asked her could i say these things so they've already been vetted through her you're like well she probably got a badass body and when i say bad body i'm doing the air quotes over the instagram body that everyone likes right no she not even say that she has a bad body and like ugh, body like, it's just, a, it's a regular body. Like, she has big-ass titties, kind of a flat stomach, but it got a little pudge there. She has no booty. <laughs> I told her I was going to say all this. Um, and she's able to sustain $7,000 a month. She is does mostly uh, pussy play, so masturbation and pussy play with toys. Um, she has done girl-on-girl and um she has not done any actual fucking or sucking dick but her thing is really pussy play and she makes the bulk of her money through subscriptions on OnlyFans. and she goes in the months that she makes more than seven thousand dollars um she usually does a customized video where people like we mentioned that episode 
they'll reach out to her like i want to do a video where you're doing blah 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 where this say my name and those she charges a little pretty coin for those and she makes a lot of money i then asked her what was the most amount of money she made in one single month and she said in june of 2019 she made twelve thousand dollars so if that's your cup of tea, you want to make some extra coins. Cause in my mind, I'm like, fuck, I could pay, <laughs> I could pay off my debt <laughs> if I really did this. So, you know, I, I'm appreciative of all the feedback, the comments. Um, and thank you to this person who was willing to share her experience as well. All right. The next live show, Atlanta. I'm coming. Friday, no, not Friday, Saturday, November 9th. Um, I will be in Atlanta, Georgia at Peters Street Station. There are a limited amount of um of 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 early bird tickets on sale. You guys are scooping them up, which is amazing because I haven't really released details. But you guys know the deal at this point, right? You're gonna get a goodie bag, you're it's some giveaways, it's gonna be me, some special guests, but all the details, details, details will be released next week for the show, just firming up a few things. But I only think I only put out like 20 of the early bird tickets or 25. I think it was 25. So, um, yeah, head on over to the booniebreakdown.com backslash live if you want those tickets. I also put out an Instagram. Um, where will you guys want me to go in early, um, in early 2020 or summer 2020? Chicago, your your team has repped hard. We we're, we're, we will make Chicago happen. Okay, I can promise that. So Chicago is one city. Uh, maybe I might do four cities next year. Um, so yeah, I'm just waiting to see. People have reached out. Well, how can I get you to Connecticut? How can you I get you to Minneapolis? You got to spread the word and get those listens up. I can't come to a city and sit in in front of an audience of two. I appreciate you guys listening, but spread the word more. If the downloads go up in that city. And it looks like it, I can viably sell at least 30 to 50 tickets in the city, then I can make it happen. All right. So that's how you can get the Booney Breakdown Live to come to your city. Also, I'm working on an episode with a guest. We're recording it in two weeks. I would like to hear your best sex stories. What is the best sexual encounter you've ever had? Now, how can you submit these stories? You can send them, you can just record a voice memo on your phone and email it to thebooniebreakdown.com. If you want to stay anonymous, don't say your name in the voicemail. Well, simple as that. If you do not want to send your voice in, even though I wish you would because different voices add different texture to a show when I do things like that versus just hearing my voice say something. So I would love it if you could send a voice memo. If not, you can just send an email over to thebooniebreakdown at gmail.com. That's also where you can send your voice memos. But I would like to know your best sex story. 60 seconds to 90 seconds. That is it. Don't send me no 10-minute voice memos. 60 to 90 seconds of your best sex story. And if you could send those to me by September 10th, that would be bomb as fuck. Also, guys, you guys are killing it on the review front. I love you, love you, love you. I'm getting tongue-tied. <laughs> but the Booney Breakdown um, needs those five-star reviews. I appreciate you guys taking the time to leave them. It, all you have to do if you listen in the Purple app, 
Um, you do, if you already subscribe, you have to search, type in the Boonie Breakdown. You'll click on the little icon. You scroll down under available episodes. It says ratings and reviews. You see right of review. You click there. You can do it. Now, if your nickname is not set up, when you go to hit send, it's going to say enter nickname. Type your nickname right then, hit send, your review will show up. Easy peasy. Don't use Apple devices. Then you can go over facebook.com backslash the Booney Breakdown. Leave your review there. You can also, if you listen to CastBox, you can leave comments and reviews inside the episode. You can have conversation and dialogue. So that is bomb. I just want to highlight one review this week um, because we need to do a correction. It says, hold my stay. Please take a listen to this respectable and ratchet show. Um, and Sunshine Mad posted this. So I just got to say, we are responsible and ratchet. The Boonie Breakdown Podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. All right. But Sunshine Mad, thank you for your five-star review. But we just want to make some clarity there. We are responsible and ratchet. All right. So, again... Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram, The Boonie Breakdown. Follow us on Twitter, just Boonie Breakdown. And we're sharing this episode across all social media. Please feel free to tag us and use the hashtag, The Boonie Breakdown, hashtag pod in P-O-D-I-N. All right, so that is it for this intro. I know it's a little long, but um, let's just get ready to break it down. All right, it's Labor Day weekend, okay? Well, we just went through Labor Day weekend. Hot Girl Summer is winding down. Um, I know I'm fucking tired. <laughs> summer 2019 was kind of lit. Um, and I was just asking the question, because I saw someone on the interwebs coined fall as thotum, which I think is fucking genius. So let's keep this shit going just because Hot Girl Summer is over. We're just going to move right into thotum. So I just wanted to know, when did thotum really, when does it start? Because the person released it and they didn't put out any fucking details of when this shit starts. Someone kindly responded on Twitter and said, thotum starts September 3rd. <laughs> I like that they had pinpointed an actual day. Um, a few other people said uh, immediately. It is now immediately into Thottom after this weekend. Someone said as soon as Starbucks starts selling pumpkin spice lattes, which I think they've already done. So <laughs> uh, Mecca, the official astrologer of the Booty Breakdown podcast, she said Libra season. So um, I think that's fair because that gives you these last four weeks of summer because summer is technically not over until like the end of September. So I could rock with that. Um, Someone else said... Um, Candace O Beauty said, once we have three consecutive days where the high temperature is 60 degrees. <laughs> so I think everybody is fucking ready for Thottom. I know I am. I remember being like in, like, I just love all these names, like how we coin everything like a term nowadays. And I honestly think Thottom will probably be better than Hot Girl Summer because Thottom aligns up with cuffing season, right? And so, um, you, you know, cuffing season is in full swing because now when it starts dipping, people going to be in the house. And I feel like you can get a lot away with a lot more ho shit <laughs> in the colder months because you're not running into people. You don't see people. Everybody's nestled in the house. 
Well, at least in the Northeast. I know in other parts of America, it might be still warm. But in the Northeast, where we are, it's going to get cold as fuck soon. They already saying winter is going to be on some fuck shit. I also want to take this moment real quick because... I get lost in the fact that I'm an American and I'm in Baltimore. My park, most of my listeners are here, but I want to fucking shout out the UK real quick because I don't know who over there is repping for the Ratcheteers and the Booney Breakdown, but y'all keep doing it because now Canada was like my second country. Duh, like that just made sense. But now the UK, England, y'all have swapped. You guys listen, y'all are growing out there. Wouldn't that be bomb to do a boonie breakdown live in London? Like, I fucking love London. So I would go back there. <laughs> but to do a boonie breakdown live, like, that's big time goals. I'm not there yet. But if if that UK squad keep them downloads up, we might have to get a boonie breakdown, go international and do a live show out there. <laughs> so that was just a random thought. Sorry. But I had to go with it. But yeah, I... um. I'm excited for Thottom to be cuffed. Um, you know what the other is? You know, you know the one downside to cuffing season, though? <laughs> for me, at least. It's like, I feel like when you really get cuffed, because I'm one of those girls who gets so lazy. Like, when it gets fall, winter, you start wearing jeans. I don't shave my legs as often. I don't shave my underarms as often. Um... So I let all that shit grow. I don't get pedicures as often. I go from like every three weeks to like, I ain't even going to say, but they I keep a little a, a little thing in my shower and I keep up the hoof maintenance myself. But I get a little lazy and I feel like sometimes when you get cuffed, like you want a nigga rubbing on you and shit. He rubbing on your stubbly, hairy legs. So now you got to shower and shit. Not shower. I'm sorry. You got to shave and shit, right? <laughs> I don't know where my mind is. I don't know. I don't know. But that is like me being a, I'm a lazy girl in the fall, winter. And then when you're fucking somebody, you just got to keep those small pleasantries up. And I just, sometimes I can't do it. So I would love to know if you guys have any distinct thottom cuffing season plans, let your girl know. Also, this is, you know, if if you, you can't go into thottom because you're fucking tired from hot girl summer, I understand Sis, get your rest. Bro, get your rest. Um, It is okay to be tired. I hate that um, that grind, hustle, Nova sleeps. All that shit is dumb. Like, I am old now. I'm getting older. I'll be 35 in four months. And I just, I'm just tired. Like I said, I did not feel like doing anything. I didn't feel like editing yesterday, so I didn't. I just did not do it. <laughs> and I was okay with that. Um, and I think sometimes I've been in a spot where I had a fairly catastrophic um, medical issue, my appendix ruptured. And so my body sat my ass down for months. I, I was couldn't do much um, in my recovery from that surgery. And so I never want to get to that spot again where my body forces me to sit the fuck down. And so if you are just burnt out, you are tired, you need to nap, you need to be off the scene, you need to not respond to emails, you need to not be on Instagram or Twitter or whatever the fuck it is you need not to be doing, stop. Sit the fuck down and take your rest because you need it. 
You need your fucking rest. Like, this is the only way. You have one body. (laughs) This is the only one we get, right? And so if you have to rest up to accomplish the rest of the shit you want to do in 2019 or prep for whatever you want to do in 2020, then just, yeah, just do it. And don't apologize for it. Just fucking do it. Like, I'm, I'm no. You got some sick days or some vacay days at work that you're going to just call the fuck out of work. Don't go. Don't go. Because all the shit that we feel like we got to do right now, it will be there tomorrow. Okay. And if you need to take two days, it'll be there in two days. And if you need to take three days, it'll be there in three days. Okay. So if you have the luxury where you can do these things to take rest, to stop and rest, do it. Okay. Even from fun, sometimes that shit gets draining. Like when you've peopled out, you've been around, you've drinking. I done drove the boat this summer. I done, like you done done all this shit. Just stop. Take a break. Rest. Watch Netflix. Binge old Sex and the City episodes. That's what I did. (laughs) That is what I did. So I encourage everyone to take that rest. And just because I just mentioned this, um, we are heading into the last quarter of 2019. And um, I get excited because I'm happy that I like having a December birthday being an adult because my my personal new year is very close to the calendar new year. And so they align up really well. And so I get really excited for my birthdays because it's like, okay, this is my this is my new year. And I'm trying to think, you know, 35, you know, 33 was bomb as fuck. 34, I can't be mad at it either. Even though I have a few more months to close it out, I can't even be mad at 34. And so I'm like, fuck, what does 35 bring? Like, what, what's coming from 35? And so I'm excited. That's where my head is. I'm looking forward, kind of making those plans, writing down things that I want to do. I want to accomplish. What does it look like? I don't want to have these credit cards with debt on them anymore. Like, what does all of this shit look like? And so I encourage, I don't get caught up in like, I hate like five year and 10 year plans. I just don't live life like that. But I do have written goals. Like, I would like to do this. I'm going to have this. And when you're writing things down and when you're journaling, like I said, in the pick of the week, Make sure you write things in present tense, like it already happened, because that's how we manifest it. And so it's like, like my thing is, um, I don't want credit card debt. Like I don't say that. I'm like, it is December, such and such, twenty something, whatever, and I no longer have credit card debt. So I write like it happened, and on this day it's gonna happen, and and that's how. I write down my goals um, to make it like it already happened. It's future tense, whatever the fuck you want to call that shit. But I do just encourage you to start thinking about what does the end of this year look like? What does the setup for next year look like? And um, get get excited because I know everybody on because Instagram is so monkey see monkey do that I know everyone coming for the new year they're gonna have that bullshit ass corny caption 2020 vision ha 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 you're so genius um <laughs> but everyone is gonna have that caption and um i really do think that writing down um just not doing shit for the gram but writing down your goals and saying what you exactly exactly um want out of this life that we have it it really does make a big difference and you know, people laugh at um, 
us folk who do the crystals and who do the sage and incense and all of this stuff. But I'm like, to me, that shit is the same as praying, right? It, it is all about belief and faith and intention, whether you're charging crystals or you're praying to the God above. Like, to me, the shit can coexist. And people need to do whatever their practice is, whatever your practice is in helping you um, setting your goals and setting intentions of how you want to move forward and how you want to live the life you you want to live like do it and just like get the fuck on with it because I feel like we really do think we have all the time in the fucking world and we really do not like um, time is the one thing that we can never get back we can never make more of it and we sit around and we think we have all this time and I'm gonna do it later like I think I've read a quote or it was something in the Bible. I don't know where the fuck I read this shit, but <laughs> it was saying something like how cocky of us to think that we can play on God's time, essentially. Like, you know, this is all borrowed time. And my grandmother used to always say, I never understood this shit when I was younger. But my grandmother used to always say the time and the tide wait for no man. And I would be like, Granny, what? <laughs> but now as a 34-year-old woman, I get that shit wholeheartedly. It's how you look up and you're like, fuck, it's September already? Like, the time and the tide, wait for no man. Like, this shit is going to happen with or without you. And so are we sitting here wasting time and we're, we think because we have all the time in the world, I can do it next week, I can do it whenever. We literally don't know when that shit stops for us. And so I just... You know, you read these new the news is this weekend. It's this mass shooting, and this person escaped a car accident where they should have died. And this, like, we can't sit here and just waste this time, people. We can't. And I, I don't want to sound doomsday ish because that's not. I don't like to operate out of fear too, but I, I do. That is the one thing that pisses me off. People wasting my time, right? I can make more money. I can buy new things if it gets fucked up, but I cannot get my fucking time back. So if you're sitting here like, oh, God, I don't know. Figure something out. Do something. <laughs> I don't know what I want to do. Just do something. Just do something. Don't waste this time that we have because there is somebody who received news that their time is up. Their time is limited. Um, they it, it, it's just gone. The time that they, whatever they were going to do is gone. They, they don't have time for it no more. And so um, it's just these little messages that you get sometimes from the world um, that just spark you to be like, fuck this shit. We all on borrowed time. And this shit, you just can't sit here and waste and think, oh, next week I could do it. Next month, next year, I'm going to go here. Oh, I'm saving this for marriage. I'm saving this for that. Like, fuck all that shit just do it now like I, I and I think the one thing I I was talking to somebody and they were saying the same thing because I was like oh that's like my going out clothes and they're like the fuck are you saving that for just wear it like wear it why are you saving what what is so special that this jacket has to be saved for an occasion like just wear the fucking shit and so I feel like that is how we all should move and operate as we move get ready to wind down um, one year and as we start to prepare for next year but time is finite my niggas so get on the good foot so we're gonna close out this week's episode with a ask a boonie question uh this one is a good one reddit i was like whoa okay 
Okay. All right. Um, but let me let you guys hear the question so that I can appropriately respond. Hey, Booney, gotta say I love your podcast. My friend put me on and I'm so happy she did. I've been binging your episodes and I realized you haven't done an Ask Booney in a while. So here I'm sending you a good one and I would love to get your advice on something. Like, please tell me, what would you do, Booney? <laughs> I should put that on the shirt. Um, I am 27 years old. I have two degrees and a good job. However, my job requires a lot of my time. I normally work 60 hours a week. So here's where I need your help, Booney. I'm dating two guys. Mike is so bomb and such a sweetheart, while Logan is a sensitive asshole. So this is where I need your help. Mike is 5'9", handsome, and the sex is bomb as fuck, but he's broke as fuck. <laughs> there are two, but he's just broke. Now there's Logan, the asshole. He does it up for me. He takes me out all the time. We vacation. Like all of my passport stamps are because of him. He buys me new things. He buys me expensive shit. He just got me a new Dior saddlebag. Gasp. We can go days or weeks without talking when he wants. But when he wants me, he does it up for me. And he does it out good. The sex is okay. But he's moving up in his career, and he is going to be a star. I know that he's going to make it one day. I just know it. And I can get used to this life. So, Booney, who do I choose? Who? I don't know. Like, what would you do if you were me? I honestly don't know if I choose the nice guy over the rich guy. Or do I choose the rich guy over the nice guy? Thank you. Signed. I don't know what the fuck to do. So sis <laughs> i'm thanking you for putting your age into this question because because that was going to be my first question to you how old are you how old are you sis all right so we got two guys mike and logan i'm gonna go with logan first because this one's just easy and um, I might be a bit harsh, but I'm going to say I'm sorry now because, sis, you, you need guidance. <laughs> so I'm talking to you like I was your big sister. Boo, Logan treats you like a hooker, okay? That's what you are with Logan. You, We, we are like in this, uh, it's a transactional relationship here, uh, very transactional. Might be, I don't, I don't know how old Logan is, Um is this but it's very transactional because everything you said about this man was he takes you out all the time he does it up you got all your passport stamps from him you got a new dior bag now i ain't gonna front the new dior saddle bags this revamp of them they're bomb as fuck um at least i hope you got the 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 strap out of it because the straps is fifteen hundred dollars too so i hope you got one of those um but the key word there was we can go days or weeks without talking but when he wants me he does it up ma'am that's just a hooker you're an escort when he wants you on his arm he wants to spend time with you he calls you up he not dicking you down okay he doesn't care about you you didn't say anything nice about him just that he has money and he's moving up in his career and you can get used to being wined and dined okay so very transactional hooker like escort like relationship there then you go to the guy i think is mike i had to go back to the email mike 
You said a lot of things. He's handsome. He's 5'9". The sex is bomb as fuck. He broke as fuck. Then you talked about um, his family member, which I skipped over it, but it was his grandmother. Um, but it takes all his money. And then the, the part in this that pissed me off, sis, um, <laughs> you said, I'm used to being treated like a queen. And even though he does to try to do small, sweet things, it's not enough. Baby girl. So you're saying this man, he has no money because he's taking care of a very sick family member. That's admirable as fuck. And as someone who has taken care of and takes care of people in their family, I empathize with brother because you feel it's your family. You can't have them out here, but you want to live a life too. But this man, despite all of that and still being broke, Finds a way to still cook you dinner. He still can find some money to buy you flowers. And you still saying that's not enough. That's literally all this man has probably left is what he's giving you to still make time for you and to treat you right. And he dicking you down good. You talking about he's a good communicator. You'll never need to guess where you stand. But because he can't get you passport stamps and buy you Dior. We about to toss him away. Bitch, send me Mike. <laughs> send me Mike. I mean, I joke. It would be nice. I, you know, I, I pay for my vacations. I would like to buy designer shit too, but I can't do vacations, designer shit, and pay off debt. I, I can't do all three. So I choose the vacations. I would like a Dior book tote myself. But at what expense? Like, what, what life would you have with this guy, Logan? You talking about I could get used to this life of not seeing him, but him only calling you when he want to have pussy on vacation? And then he giving you weak meat? Yo. <laughs> Baby girl, I was 27 too, and I might have done that silly shit too and said, you know, I'm going to choose the Logan, but no, sis. Something in my gut says Mike. Now, here's the thing. It's... it's his situation could be temporary, right? Mike could be balling, but maybe grandma Medicare out and he had to buy a hospital bed and he had to do this. So, yeah. Now, uh, you know, we got to face facts. Grandma not going to be here all the time. And that's, that's literally the only family member that he's helping. And it's not everybody's draining on Mike's pockets. Grandma, unfortunately, when grandma goes... The, the money might be freed up so i think it, i yeah i you know it, you said what would i do i if you, if you feel inclined that you have to pick i mean i'm a rob with mike I, I mean i don't see what the flaw is besides he broke like you just said you do well you got two degrees unless you went to scholarships you still got high ass student loan payment now that's what i would have been doing with logan fuck the trips and shit if I'm a trick out and you we doing transaction and you paying for pussy, then pay these student loans. Cause then when Mike is ready and his situation changes, then you debt free. Y'all could really be living good. You doing this wrong, sis. You doing this wrong. <laughs> you doing it wrong, sis. Yeah, stop taking the Dior and say pay Navient, pay Sally May. You that if we're gonna do this purely transactional relationship and fucking for pussy and, and, and paying for pussy, that's what he's doing, then you can go ahead and pay these student loans off. Now, if you got a scholarship, that's a different story, but I still don't know what's wrong with Mike. I, I just, I didn't see it. 
And maybe that's what comes with wisdom. I remember being 27 and dumb. I do. I do. So, sis, um, I would love to know uh, what you decided, <laughs> how you decided. I hope I answered your question in a timely fashion. I do believe so because you just sent this to me a, uh, four days ago. So, yeah, just, you know, let me know, sis, because I need an update on this one. I do need an update. Like, your question to be featured on the Booney Breakdown podcast, all you have to do is send an email to thebooneybreakdown at gmail.com. You can send a voice memo. You can type it out, whatever you would like to do. Just say who you want to answer it. If you want me, do you want me and Brian? Do you want me and Kenny? Do you want Chrissy Sheikah? You just have to say which podcast regular you would like to answer your question, and I can make it happen. So, again, shoot those over to thebooneybreakdown at gmail.com. All right, guys. So um, thank you for listening to this solo episode. Uh, Coming up on the podcast, we have some really great guests that I'm excited about um, this coming month. Uh, Bourbon and Boy Shorts, Jeremy and Kyle, they'll be on. They did the live show in Baltimore with me in June. They'll be on. I have a tantric sexologist coming on the podcast. I have a sex therapist coming on the podcast um remember i need those great sex stories by september 10th send voice memos to the booty breakdown at gmail.com um those are the immediate guests yes we have some of the podcast faves on as well if you enjoyed this podcast, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts, or any app that you listen to your favorite podcast on. Don't forget to leave those reviews, too. You might just hear your review on the next episode. Follow us on social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. I don't make these pretty images for nothing. Have a dope-ass, short-ass week, okay? Thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet in me always honors the ratchet in you. Until next time. 